Hey, Wits Warriors, long time no chat, but I am excited to be back after we've moved cities, added on another business, and built some more connections across the community. Tonight, I am actually sipping. Yes, yes, I am having a glass. It's actually an Italian sparkling wine or Prosecco, but it's called Rufino, and I added a splash of pineapple mango to it, so I am actually sipping with you all this evening. Now, I think for this Wednesday is about waiting for permission to change, and I feel like that's something we all tend to do. I'm actually thinking I may turn this into a series because one idea kind of snowballed into another, and um, I feel that there's a lot of things we tend to wait for permission on, and one of the trends that I'm noticing especially is waiting permission or, like, fear of change. Like we have to have the go ahead from someone else to tweak anything we don't like, maybe about ourselves, our look. Um, you know, maybe you want to change majors in school or career paths. And we're kind of hesitating and pumping the brake on that, waiting for someone else to validate how we feel. Now, one of the things to keep in mind is that I feel like we tend to really get afraid um, when we hear the word change or accountability. Like these are trigger words for some people as if it means that everything about you um, is completely wrong or that we have to hate or dislike ourselves to want to improve. And that's a bit dramatic and actually quite the opposite. Uh, Personally, for me, I know that as things have changed for me over the last two to three years, especially like God really put my pieces back together differently. It's not that they're totally different. Like I'm some totally different Whitley. It's more like Whitley 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, you name it. Same recipe, same Whitley, just tweaked a bit. Like I've always been brave, If you have to tell everyone like how badass you are, I've always felt like, okay, you're not really a badass. So I'm more reserved about it. Now I'm still brave. I'm just more outspoken versus low key. And I'll nip things in the bud like right then and there a lot faster um, because I realized that's also part of me protecting myself physically and health wise long term. So I let people know, hey, mm -mm, this isn't going to work. We don't do that around here. I'm seeing right through you. Like, let's move forward, you know, nip the relationship, whatever I have to do to protect my own health and sanity and get past it and let them know that, like, we can have words, whatever you want to do. Like, let's just get that out the way now instead of letting it fester. I've always been reserved, like really, really reserved. But now I'll actually do small talk. And I think part of that um, especially around COVID, 
where you're kind of stuck in the house for like a year, 18 months or longer, and you're kind of afraid to do grocery shopping and typical everyday things to where used to be, okay, that's great working from home, don't really have to see people, but you literally do it for over a year straight. And now you're just more like, okay, you know what, maybe I do want to talk to or see someone, or maybe I'll be a little more buddy, buddy with the neighbors, whatever it is. And I didn't change myself fully. I'm still not going to tell them my whole life story, but I will say, hey, and maybe have a little chitter chatter when typically I couldn't stand any other time. I really don't like small talk. I'm just like, okay, what are you trying to get out of me? What are, like? Let's just get to the meat and potatoes of the situation. So it's just another small change that I've made. Like I am still very reserved and protective about my work and my businesses and my business relationships. However, you know, what are you cooking for dinner? I'm not going to raise an eyebrow because you asked that question or I'm not just going to walk away while answering the question, which I'm really good about doing. And so, um, you know, now I don't mind and you learn a lot about people and I feel like you actually empower yourself a bit more when you get to know who is around you, especially when it comes to neighbors and peers. Like, you know, you learn a lot and you're like, okay, this person isn't so bad. Or maybe I see why they act like that a little bit. So you actually get more intel. And I feel like that's a really good way to protect yourself and the people around you too. And also to network and be like, okay, I stubbed my toe. Well, my neighbor's a nurse. You would have never known that if you didn't really come out of your shell, right? Like, I've always known the value of someone who cares and protects and craves that. That's so important, whether it is just like someone you see every day in passing at your local grocery store or gas station versus like an actual family member or spouse. And now, you know, where I was like, mm, no, that kind of handicaps you and makes you weak if you're constantly leaning on other people. Now I see the power in that. And I want to also be that for other people. And it just allows me to give and pour into others when I'm just like, okay, this is what people need. And you also have to realize, I've said it before on the podcast, I'll say it again. Sometimes that's the only human interaction they've had all day. If they just live alone with a dog, especially during COVID, we saw this. Sometimes maybe they're a single parent with a toddler and this is the only adult conversation they've had all day. So don't be so quick to shrug people off. Everyone doesn't mean everything in like, you know, just to kind of get in your business. You know, if they ask something as simple as what are you having for dinner? What's the harm in, you know, having a conversation and then asking them the same question in return? Um, I don't know yet. What are you having? Mm, That sounds good. Maybe I'll make something similar. Yeah, the weather's warming up. Maybe I'll make a pot of chili too. I might even bring you a cup over. Simple, harmless. So polish yourself up. Improvement is always a beautiful thing. You don't have to completely revamp and change everything about yourself. You can hold on to those pieces of you, but maybe you let one piece, one part of your personality shine more so than you did before, and then let other parts of your personality kind of simmer down. And that is just how our brain should already be working. But we are constantly these days, like it is like stimulation galore. So um, a lot of times what happens is we're almost like conditioned to 
act and react a certain way. So keep that in mind. Like sometimes you almost have to fight what comes naturally or the first thing, like those knee-jerk reactions and realize, okay, maybe I'm overreacting or maybe I need to step it up a little bit here. And then no one else needs to see or sign off or validate your work. I know we live in an era where it's like, oh, everyone clap for me. Everyone hit the like button. Like everyone follow me because I posted some great selfie. Everyone, you know, tell me congratulations under this post because I did whatever. So it's like that constant stimulation and the constant hand claps guess what? You need to learn how to clap for yourself. Someone is not always going to be there and everyone does not need to know your next move. You waiting for their validation, like literally gives them not only control over your mind and how you think, but it also handicaps you as far as like, oh my gosh, like no one's saying congratulations. Was that wrong? No one said they like my outfit today. Should I change it? No, you do what you want to do instead of doing what everyone else wants you to do. They don't have to tell you congratulations. They don't have to tell you that that outfit is fierce. Do you feel good in it? Is it comfortable? Can you move around in it? (laughs) Like, are you still agile? Do you feel good about what you just accomplished or what you're planning to accomplish? Great. You don't need anyone else validating that. Do your work and then show them the results or don't show them the results. But either way, constantly depending on someone else to clap for you, to validate you, to bounce ideas off of. It's healthy to an extent, but most of the time I feel like silence and just moving and doing your own thing and then popping out like, look at all I've accomplished, you know, over six months to a year is way better than telling everyone every little thing that you do. And that's also a good way to protect yourself because as we know these days, there's always a hater. And, you know, people cannot, they can't stop and they can't try to throw up all these different roadblocks. Sometimes it's just gossip, but they put a buzz in someone's ear and they, you know, love you before and they're like looking at you sideways. So those little things and those business relationships, and if you're going out for, you know, whatever, new career position or whatever, you don't need everyone knowing this. Like, let them know after you seal the deal, like after you've closed on the house or whatever, like, and then if you want to, you know, tell them the little stuff, tell them the little stuff. But I like to save a lot of the accomplishments for later because um, you'd be surprised how much maybe you plan something and it falls through or you push it back later. And then now, or you even tell someone an idea and they shit all over it. So just save it for yourself. A lot of people, they do mean well, but they can also be halting your dreams and sowing negative seeds in your mind when you'd otherwise be doing great things. But now you're pumping the brakes because they feel like they weren't successful. Um, But we've all got different personalities. We're all good at different things. So never let what the next person says, like, sure, listen to them and, you know, take the bits and pieces away, especially if you respect the person and you see like a lot of potential in them. Yeah, listen to their opinions, but 
everything they say is not going to apply to your life. And if it does, it's not always going to apply to you at the same time. Remember, we're always changing. We're always evolving. We're always moving forward, not backwards. So what may have applied 10 years ago and been helpful information is not going to still be helpful information today. And that applies to a lot of things. So, you know, and I see this a lot. I've been working, I've been in the insurance industry. If you know me, you know this, but I've been doing it for over 12. It'll be 13 years next year. But long story short, I work with a lot of adults and a lot of business owners on a regular basis and have for six to 10 of those years, right? Like on a daily basis. And you would be surprised how many people have to stop and email or call or second guess and have you validate, hey, it says signature line. Is this where I'm supposed to sign? Like they're afraid to make that mistake as if they can't just re-sign it. It's a virtual document. Just re-sign it. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, sign wherever you want. It's, you know, it's not a huge deal. But people will be like, can I click the OK button? Did you read everything on the page? Okay. And go ahead and click OK and move on to the next page. Like you don't need someone to give you permission to think and literally move forward. If you fall, fall forward. And that also teaches us how to fix our mistakes, too. So it's a good thing, because if you never learn how to like if you don't make a oopsies, first off, you're not really working or doing too much. If you never make a mistake, like what are you doing with your time? Because that's nearly impossible. If you really are like learning and growing and moving forward every day, you're going to fumble here and there. But you just have to be like, okay, I messed up this document. How do I edit it in Adobe? I messed up this document, okay, but it's a Word document, so that's a little bit easier. You know, you have to play around with some of these things, and someone isn't going to be right over your shoulder all the time. I know um, in my line of work, especially if I can't make a decision, if I can't think and keep myself organized, like no one's over my shoulder every day. I open my laptop when I'm caffeinated and ready, and then I shut it when I've had enough, go to break when I need, and then come back when I'm ready. But I still have to get my work done, but no one's telling me exactly how to organize myself, um, when to do this, when to do that, when to respond to emails, when to check my voicemail. Those are decisions that I have to make, but I feel like a lot of what feeds into that is that we have all of these professors and you know teachers in school, and they tell you exactly how to do everything and exactly how to think without the underlying why. It's more of a repetition thing. And then you've got, Lord forbid, if anyone uses like an actual map these days, it's all GPS. They're afraid to leave the house without it as if they don't know the basic like left, right. And especially in Florida, there is really for the most part, you're either going north or you're going south or you're going, of course, east or west. There's only four directions. But a lot of our main roads, you're just going north or south, like you're going up into the other states and then you're going to the beach somewhere. That's about it. And people are like afraid, like deathly afraid to leave without the GPS. <laughs> Don't understand it because once you know the highway, you pretty much know what direction you're going. Like you have a general, you know, humans is kind of like that instinct thing. You might not know exactly, 
but you know what road you just came off of and if you need to head back this way or go the other way. You don't need GPS for every single little thing to navigate your life. And that includes you don't need a professor or a boss or someone over your shoulder constantly telling you click the OK button. Go ahead, test it out, test your own water. Is it is okay if you make a mistake, go back and fix it. We got a backspace button on our keyboards for a reason. Like a lot of these days, like a lot of times these days, everything can be fixed, especially virtually. It's not a big deal. Ask someone to resend you a document if you don't know how to just edit it yourself, or just go back to your email, pull the original. It's no biggie, I promise. And when it comes to relationships and, you know, job changes and, you know, even when you're just like, "Mm, maybe I want to move. Maybe I want to move from Kansas to Florida. Maybe I want to move from Florida back to Kansas City. Okay, hey, guess what? I'm not going to stop and ask anyone but myself about that. Now, if it's some of the more specific things where it's like, "Mm, hey, do you know anyone that's hiring? Maybe you'll throw that around. But asking someone, should you do this when you know deep inside? Like, no, be your own navigation. And when you learn to think for yourself and trust your own intuition, then that's a confidence thing, too. And I feel like that it just everything feeds and snowballs to its all. When you can make your own decisions, when you make it can make a mistake and be like, oh, okay, no problem. I can fix that. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. Let me just go ahead, grab the mop, right? When you can do that, it's a confidence builder. And when you're constantly relying on someone else to tell you what to do, you're not going to have a whole lot of confidence in yourself at all. Always waiting for like an attaboy or an girl like that is not coming. <laughs> it's just not. So, I mean, as adults, it's one of those things we really have to get over. And if you're ever, ever just like, you know, I feel stuck. One of the things I had to realize is like, you know, people will gaslight you if you let them. And so keep as much to yourself as possible. And then, yeah, it's okay to Google things, consult with a professional, or maybe talk to someone that wants to do or is already doing something similar to what you want to do. If you are thinking about moving to Florida, talk to someone that already moved lives there. You know, you want to go to Mexico for vacation? Ask someone that's been, hey, any cool restaurants I should check out versus someone's going to be like, oh, why would you go there? I hear there, you know, whatever. Like talk to people already kind of heading in that same direction. And then also remember as you go through these changes and you're afraid of, you know, what feels like a purge because sometimes it is uncomfortable, but usually only the first couple of times you have to do it or make a change. And then you're like, yeah, this is nothing. I know how to do this. Been down that road, done it. Now I'm going to reach back and help some other people accomplish the same stuff that I already have. Look at you go. You go girl or you go boy. I'm always so proud to see people kind of just do their own thing and not ask anyone for permission because look, people will try to find fault in that all day, but really it's an insecurity thing all day long. Remember, as you're thinking about these changes and as you're moving forward and as you're building the life that you want and you see for yourself, writing down your vision boards, we talked about this, y'all, put it on paper, get it out of your imagination and onto your paper. Now it's a real thing in the physical realm. You can see it. You're going to walk past it. You're going to flip past it in your notebook. Even when you forgot about it, you know, two, three days later, it's right there. It's real. You see it right in front of you. Okay. God is also going to expose it and expel it. If it's not for you, he's going to let you know 
and get rid of it for you if you can't get rid of it yourself. And he's also going to expose some of the people and things that may not be for you. You know, he might have a great idea. There it goes. It almost seems like it falls into your lap, right? And then, you know, if someone's not good for you, it's like, oh, damn, this person. Okay, I see they're doing this or that. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was like that. Like, I thought you were my people. And then he's going to help expel that. So if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not going to be in your life for long. Just trust that process because what I've seen so many times, thought I wanted one thing and there's way bigger and better. Like, I didn't even know. Uh, another option or another thing was available. This new place that I fell in, like I didn't even know it was, I hadn't really thought like that. And I feel like I'm pretty 360. So I'm just like, okay, look at the Lord coming through with the (laughs) win-win. So do your thing, people. And y'all know how to reach me with warriors22 at gmail.com. If you ever want to get something off your chest, if you need someone to listen, maybe someone to put a little buzz in your ear, reach out to me. We're doing big things with the charity still. Online course, Fireproof Fintech um, through Unwired is still available. Got the link on the Instagram at witwit underscore did underscore it. Witwit did it on Instagram. And if you know me very personally, you're more than welcome to add me on Facebook. You are probably already there. So just reach out if you need me to send you a friend's request or anything. But as usual, y'all, we are winning. When we learn that we can make changes in design, literally design your own life, I don't care if you start in a notebook writing it down or on Pinterest. We're moving forward, and that's always a win. Don't forget to water yourselves after you have your wine, and I will catch you on a Wednesday very, very soon. Take care.